Hey, this is Kaz, and this is Nightmares at Midnight. Hey everybody, and welcome to episode three. This one will be about Slaughterhouse Canyon in Arizona. But before we get to that, there's a few things that I want to talk about. I absolutely love when you guys give me critiques on my podcast. Just starting out, I want to make sure that I am doing things that people are enjoying, that they like to hear. I want to know more things that you want to know about. So one of the things is that I was told that I needed to slow down a little bit. When I was a kid, I was told that I talked too slow and that people lost interest in what I was saying because I talked too slow. I was thinking about what I had to say while I was trying to say it instead of ahead of time. So I trained myself to talk faster, but I was told I need to slow down. So I'm going to start working on that. Plus, it'll make my podcasts longer from 13 minutes to hopefully 20 plus minutes. Also, I'm really glad to hear that you guys like the what we're watching in the beginning of the episodes, so I'll make sure to do more of that. And I just want to thank everybody that's been sharing about my podcast to their friends and family. If you guys can keep doing that, so that way the word gets out about it, that would help me out quite a bit. Just wanted to give you updated news that There is a Facebook page now for the Nightmares at Midnight podcast, as well as Instagram. You can always reach out to me at nightmaresatmidnightpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, if you have a spooky story or a myth or a legend that you'd like to hear about on the podcast, please feel free to let us know. All right. Before we jump into the podcast today, I just want to give a trigger warning for this episode. This episode is not one to listen to with your children, really at any point. We're going to talk about what I'm watching, and it's a pretty vulgar show, so not one for kids. And the episode includes murder of children. Please listen at your discretion with your children. So this week's what I am watching is my husband and I have been watching the Little Demon TV series on Hulu. And I don't know if you guys have seen the trailers for it or watched it yourselves. It's got Aubrey Plaza, Lucy DeVito. The main character is Danny DeVito. It is pretty vulgar. I think it's funny. I have that kind of sense of humor, I guess. But it's pretty dark about a woman who got pregnant by the devil and now has the Antichrist for her daughter. It's funny. The artwork is funny. I think it's a good time. I haven't been able to watch this one yet, but I just saw that it's being released as the new Super Mario Bros. movie. Its release date is April 7th, 2023, and it's got Chris Pratt in it, Anya Taylor-Joy as main characters. I'm not a super huge fan of Anya Taylor-Joy, but I'm a sucker for any Chris Pratt movie. Plus, Jack Black's in it as Bowser, so you pretty much sold me at that point. So anyways, that's what I'm watching and what I want to watch. Let's get into Slaughterhouse Canyon in Arizona. I'm going to give you a little bit of history about the area that we're talking about. So Slaughterhouse Canyon or Luena's, I think I'm saying that correctly, Luena's Canyon is located in Arizona next to Kingman. 
The area was home to many Native American tribes for centuries, and in the mid to late 1800s, Lieutenant Edward Fitzgerald Beale and his experimental Camel Corps trudged across the present site of Kingman, Arizona, surveying a wagon road along the 35th parallel. Before long, there was a steady stream of travelers who often encountered hostile Native Americans in the area. The travelers needed protection, so Fort Mojave was established on the Colorado River to protect the area. The soldiers started scouting the hills during their off-duty time and found gold and silver, and mining camps soon sprang up. So, of course, this brought in a bunch of people for gold mining, which is where the story from Slaughterhouse Canyon starts. Apparently, a husband and wife and kids wanted to jump on the gold mining bandwagon and thought that in order to protect themselves from the sun of the deserts, they decided to be in the canyon, which Slaughterhouse Canyon is kind of like a valley, so the shade from there would protect them from the elements a little bit more, and they built a shack in the bottom. The husband would often ride off to post to be able to get food for his wife and several kids. At first, he'd only be gone for a few days. Then it started turning into a week or a few weeks to where he would be riding to post or he would search for food or even mine gold to ensure that the family could eat and get clothed. The miner thought that staying around the place was a good idea for some reason. He hoped he could tend to the family and provide his wife, Luena, and the kids with the kind of life that he thought they deserved. Things weren't great, but he was determined to make ends meet. While away, the family was waiting for his return anxiously. Then, one day, he left as usual after telling his family goodbye with hugs and kisses, and he never appeared again. Luena became worried. Their food stock was reduced until it finally ran out. This led Luena and their kids to become hungry and weak and pale due to the lack of food. The children started pleading for their mother to get them food, but she did not answer them. Luena became helpless and crazy from the starvation that she and the kids were experiencing. The kids went outside to scream for their father to come back and bring food and take care of them. And the sounds of them yelling for him eventually made Luena snap. And the sad part of it is she couldn't bear to hear her children's painful screams any longer. So, as the legend goes, she put on her wedding dress because she believed that her husband abandoned them and brought them inside the house and murdered them all. According to legend, she killed them with one of her kitchen knives and cut them into pieces and brought them down to the river that was flowing through the canyon and put their pieces into the water. The shack that they lived in was completely covered in blood because of what she had done, as well as her wedding dress. She then dropped to her knees and screeched loudly for what she had just done to her kids. The next day, she herself died from starvation near the river. Nowadays, there's reports that you can still hear the children crying for their father, and if you're brave enough to venture into the canyon, you can hear the wails and sobs of the heartbroken and psychotic mother. So the name changed from 
Luena's Canyon to Slaughterhouse Canyon because of the tiny shack that she had painted with the blood of her children. The shack itself is no longer there, but there is a metal rock structure that is there. And if you're going to make the trip to visit, you should probably stop at the Gold King Mansion that's abandoned now. The mansion was built right around the 1920s. Mojave County was formed in 1864, and right around the same time, gold was discovered in Arizona's mountains, located southeast of Kingman, where the Gold King Mine opened in 1929, and the mansion sits right in it. So for you history buffs out there, the mine opened in 1929, the same year as the stock market crash that led to the Great Depression. This led to a halt in the mining, and a few attempts to get it started back up failed, causing the mine to simply sit for long periods of time. By 1957, the Arizona Department of Mineral Resources said that the mine was idle, and it was officially abandoned. Circling back to Slaughterhouse Canyon, there are occurrences of driving through at night or attempting to camp out in the canyon and not only hearing the wails and screams but seeing Luena in her white dress and I don't know about you but if I see a woman in a white dress in the middle of the desert I'm probably not going to stick around very long that does that sounds super scary to me no thank you in response to the sightings here's a tale I created about Lorona Turning off of Route 66 in Kingman and heading southwest, Tanya and her sister Jackie had decided to finally check another supposedly haunted location off their list. They drove past Southside Park and turned onto a dirt road. The sun was between midday and setting, and Tanya told herself, We have plenty of time to explore and be back out by dark. Jackie loved being in the haunted spots after dark, but Tanya didn't. She had come too close one too many times with ghosts, and she wasn't about to again with some crazed woman who murdered her kids. The dirt road thinned out and became very rough to drive at a quick pace. Tanya slowed and turned the last bend before they could see it. The rock metal structure that stood all alone in the middle of nowhere. Jackie turned and looked at Tanya, excited. They got closer and decided to walk up to it rather than drive. So they parked the truck and got out. Tanya tossed the keys to Jackie as she was the only one with pockets. They walked towards the structure and took some pictures. The local teens clearly partied here as there was spray paint tagging all over. Sad to not have any respect, said Jackie. Together they decided to go further into the valley but agreed they had to return to the truck by 6 p.m. As they wandered, Tanya started to feel uneasy. They were all alone and hadn't talked to anyone in town about heading out there. When they reached the dried-up riverbed, Jackie asked her if she felt like she was being watched too. When Tanya agreed, they decided to go only a little further before heading back to the truck. A cold breeze was blowing through the canyon, creeping up Tanya's spine. It was time to go, before it got too dark. Tanya pulled out her phone to check the time and noticed there was no signal. Why was it that all of these spooky locations never had any signal, she wondered. She looked up just in time to stop herself from running into the back of Jackie. Jackie was standing perfectly still, frozen. Tanya looked up to see what she was looking at and saw it too. A woman, 
maybe a hundred yards ahead of them, walking away from them in a long dress. Jackie grabbed Tanya's hand and whispered, Do you see this too? Yes, Tanya whispered back. As if the woman heard them whispering, she turned around abruptly and started coming towards them very slowly. The women could see it then, the veil she was wearing. It was clearly Lorona, the woman who the legend told of that had murdered her children, awaiting her husband's return. It was time to go now, Tanya thought. Both Jackie and Tanya started to back up, not sure whether to run or what to do. They took about four steps backwards and Jackie fell back. She had tripped over something. Looking down, they both saw what she had tripped over, a large, long, rusty kitchen knife. Jackie started screaming as Tanya tried to get her back on her feet. Jackie stumbled and they started to run quickly back towards the truck. We're almost there, Tanya yelled. That's when they heard it. The long, deep wails. Both of them tried to run faster towards the truck. The screams got louder, so loud that Tanya covered her ears. Quickly, the keys, she shouted to Jackie. Jackie was already digging in her pockets for them. I can't find them. They must have dropped out when I fell. I have to go back and get them. But you can't, Tanya yelled. Lorona is coming. Jackie turned back to see if Lorona was there. Nothing. No one. But she could still hear the wailing. You stay here by the truck. I will run back, said Tanya. Tanya turned towards the canyon. She could feel the hairs on the back of her neck standing up. She knew the only way back to town and safety was for her to go get the keys. She took off back towards where Jackie fell. As she was running, she saw a glint of silver as the setting sun reflected on them. There they are, she thought. As she knelt down to pick up the keys, she noticed something. The knife was no longer there. This made her heart race. Panic had fully set in. All Tanya could hear was her own pulse. Then she heard a blood-curdling scream from behind her in the direction of the truck and Jackie. Quickly, she stood up and rushed towards where the truck was. The sun had set enough now that she couldn't fully see Jackie by the truck anymore. Then she heard the scream again. This time she recognized the voice. It was Jackie calling for her. Tanya! help me. As Tanya got closer, she could see that Jackie was sitting against the truck on the ground. Tanya, is it you? Jackie said in a panicked, airy breath. Tanya reached out and saw that Jackie was bleeding a lot from her head, arm, and chest. Help me get in the truck before she comes back, Jackie said. Tanya unlocked the truck and helped Jackie lay in the back seat. As she got in the truck herself and started it, thankfully it started, she turned on the headlights and saw her, Lorona, standing in front of the truck, her long, skinny face in a permanent scream. Her bony arms reached out as if to grab Tanya through the windshield. Not today, thought Tanya, as she shifted the truck into reverse. She ripped the truck around and sped back the way they came. That's when she heard the wails of the children, begging for help. Help us. Come back. Don't leave us. Tanya shivered and peeked back at Jackie, whose blood was all over the back seat. We are almost there, she said to her. They sped into the Kingman Hospital parking lot, and Tanya got out to help Jackie in. The screams were gone, but so was the blood, the gashes, everything. As Jackie stood up out of the truck, she looked down at herself. Wait, what happened? Did that really happen? Tanya stared in disbelief. What in the world? Jackie turned and looked in the back seat to see all of her blood that was just there. Nothing. 
nothing but the knife. I hope you enjoyed listening to that tale just as much as I enjoyed writing it. And now, back to the history. The legend of Slaughterhouse Canyon bears striking similarities to other urban legends and ghost stories, such as the woman in white and the tragic Mexican legend of La Llorona or the weeping woman. While it's true that the stories are similar, make no mistake, they are completely separate legends. What seems to be a common thread in all of the different stories is that the woman murders her children, but it's the reason behind the vicious murders that varies from story to story. In La Llorona, the most frequent story is that the mother kills her children after she finds that her husband has cheated on her. However, every account of the legend of the ghosts of Slaughterhouse Canyon alleges that the husband was not only a caring and loving partner, but a devoted father as well. Uh, Locals will tell you that it was popular when they were in high school age to load up a car with their peers and park down in the canyon by the remains of the old slaughterhouse shack. They would roll their windows down and sit in silence as they waited for Luana. Inevitably, they would hear strange sounds that would prompt them to vacate. Another account recalls their experiences of hearing the stories of the canyon and their regular trips to the area, and their motives were simply curiosity and the desire to be teenagers away from prying eyes. They would have bonfires and act like teenagers without getting in trouble until one night after midnight they began to hear the wailing cries surrounding them. A quick search of the area revealed nothing but frightened them enough to leave the canyon entirely. Others, still primarily ghost hunters in search of the ghosts of Slaughterhouse Canyon, report that while driving down the road that leads into the canyon, they would witness a mysterious woman wearing a wedding dress and dark veil while walking down the side of the road. Upon turning back to find her again, she had mysteriously disappeared. While I was reading that, this is the part that got super creepy for me. I fully believe in spirits and ghosts. I've had a few experiences myself. But if I'm driving down a dark road and I see somebody alongside of it and then I turn around and that person's gone, that's a that's a no-go for me. I'm, I'm definitely out of there quick. I looked up to try to find books or movies on it. When it comes to Slaughterhouse Canyon, there's not any movies that I could find. I got mentioned Slaughterhouse 5. Um, But that is not about Slaughterhouse Canyon. It is a completely different topic, different horror genre type. So not related to this at all. But I did not find anywhere, you know, making merch about shirts or any of that. I did not find any books about it. There was a book that was called Slaughter Canyon, but it was about a cowboy on a pirate ship, which had nothing to do with this either. So unfortunately, I didn't find anything like that, but I would definitely be willing to test it out during the daytime. I've heard that there are some trails that you can mountain bike there, or you can hike them. I would be okay with it as long as it's during the daytime. And it's funny when you think about that, when people say scary things don't happen during the daytime, but it turns out that they do. It just seems more scary in the dark. But to wrap this up, that is Slaughterhouse Canyon. Coming up, let's see, we have the Paulding Light in Michigan, also got suggested a few other places for this week. Coming up in the next few episodes, we're going to do a sea creature mythological episode. 
with multiple creatures on it rather than just one. So that'll be fun to do. Um, my daughter is going to be joining us for an episode coming up. Lots of things to look forward to. I want to thank everybody who's been listening to each episode. And thank you for reaching out and giving me critiques. Remember, you can check us out on Facebook. You can check us out at Instagram. You can also email us your ideas or critiques as well. Nightmares at Midnight Podcast at gmail.com. And you can listen to us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Music, Amazon Music, and majority of the other places that you listen to podcasts. Please just do me the favor of sharing with your friends and family and letting them know that my podcast is here just to spread the word out. Thanks for listening and catch us next time.